Welcome back to Unorthodox. You have Dana Siegelstein. And Jillian Godhelf on that track. On the air. We're yes. live. Thank God we're not. It is a blessing that I am here today not to make this about myself. Not like I usually do, Jillian, right? Um, I like how you just acknowledged yourself right there. Like, you do realize I'm sitting <laughs> right here. Okay, it's awesome that Jillian got here too, but the reason why it's amazing that I got here yeah. is because my bus broke down this morning. Not in a little parking lot, not at Port Authority, in the middle of Garden State Parkway. No way. Something that I realized this summer is that the bus is sometimes way more convenient than other forms of public transportation. So, like, props to you for also figuring that out. However, that sucks. I know. I stand what you just said, Jillian, because sometimes the train, like smells bad and like you have to sit next to weird people but like mm -hmm. that's also I how I feel at work so like I actually had difference? a bus stalker once the one time I took the bus over the summer um somebody was staring at me uh from across the bus and I was like looking at them and I was like what the hell and it was this older man so I was like come on like really now you're like I, I was on my way to my cousin's going away party and I was like I'm not the one supposed to be going away like she's the one going away this can't be happening right so now. you're like I already have a sugar daddy <laughs> look the other way please yeah so we get to the bus stop and the person sitting next to me gets up and this man staring at me comes and sits next to me and he looks at me closer and I'm like as if I didn't already see you staring at me from across the bus. And he's like, I was just looking at your um, your necklace. I had a necklace of my Hebrew name. And he was reading it. And he was like, I'm Jewish. Like, I was just reading it. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So this guy wasn't, like, looking at my tits from far away. Like, he was actually just <laughs> reading my necklace. So that's amazing. And he actually... I ended up talking to this guy because it turns out he wasn't a creep. However, this did end up a little bit creepy. He got off at the same bus stop as me and walked me to my cousin's party because he didn't want to stop talking to me about just, like, his love for Israel and, like, how he does Israeli theater in New York. But that was the one time I took the bus. And aside from that, it did get me to where I needed to be very fast. Um, so sorry for that little sidetrack story, but... That was my one bus experience. The point is simply to get from point A to point B. With your tits out or not, that's the aspect of my it. My tits weren't even out, yo. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm on the bus. I'm sitting there alone. There's a guy next to me snoring, which I can't deal with snoring. We're in the literal middle. You're like, not when I'm asleep, but not when I'm awake either. <laughs> <laughs> not when I be dreaming either. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm on the bus and it's like boom 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 like kind of when I've had too many like tacos uh -huh. and I was like <laughs> I was like whoa what was that but I'm like keeping my cool because there's like 30 other people on the bus and then the driver like announces he's like hey guys I'm gonna have to stop and everyone's like come on man and I'm just sitting there because I don't mm -hmm. really care so there were more buses that were coming. So we're in the middle lane of the Garden State Parkway, and there's buses coming that were that took off maybe like 15 minutes before us, or after us, sorry. And so they're coming, and so the first bus comes. The I keep wanting to say conductor because I'm so used to the train. Mm -hmm. Our driver says, <laughs> all right, I can take 15 people. So I'm basically in the front, okay? 
So what do I do? I get up. It's like one of those movies where it's like it's a motherfucking like sacrificing Titanic. Sacrificing each other's lives. You're like, I can only take fifteen of you, and everyone's like vouching for themselves, but also like trying to empathize with other people and like trying to be nice. They're like women and children only, and I'm like, wait, this is actually New Jersey Transit, but I'm a yeah. woman. Um, so I was in the front, so I got up and. It occurred to me that I'm really not in a huge rush to get to work because it's 8 o'clock. I'm going to get there eventually. So I turn around to the rest of the bus and I say, excuse me. I'm like screaming. I'm like, if anyone has a, like a meeting or an appointment that like they need. You stood up in front of the whole bus and made an announcement. I did. I almost got on the microphone. Boss ass boot. That's who I am, Jillian. I said, Damn. if you... You, like, grabbed the mic <laughs> driver's The man hand. is like, where did you get that microphone from? Like, that, that's <laughs> not even in this bus. <laughs> I'm like, you have, like, a megaphone you just whip out. <laughs> <laughs> Emergencies only. It's like, there's an emergency from above, from above uh-huh. where there's, like, the gas tank and uh-huh. the oxygen mask. It's like a microphone. So <laughs> I say, excuse me, if anyone needs to get off the bus now, they can take my spot. Um... I work in media, so I really don't need to be at my office, like, right on time. Mm-hmm. And everyone's, like, dying like, laughing. Aww. And then three people actually got up, and they took my spot. So I felt very chivalrous. I ended up getting off onto a new bus, walked on the Garden State Parkway. I don't think my kids will be able to even say that. And that's a cool thing. Yeah. So Look I made you. it. Now you have a story to tell them. They're going to be so proud of you. <laughs> now I have a story to tell. But it's all about me, me, me. But... The lady Wait, with I'm no... Sh- I'm sure you were probably so late. When you walked in, everyone was like, oh my God, Dana, like, where have you been? Like, are you okay? Like, we were so worried about you. Literally, the last thing I want is attention. So this bus breaking down was my worst nightmare, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in, I, like, purposely mess up my hair. Yeah. I, like, rip my clothes. And you, I'm, like, like, walk in, you press the button on the megaphone, and everyone, like, hears the beep <laughs> And I'm like, oh, sorry, the bus broke down. I'm like, if I don't have an op-ed in the New York Times on New Jersey Transit buses, Mm -hmm. I'm going to freak out. That must have been a crazy experience. Jillian is so busy. Like, she has the bags under her eyes are Chanel now. Like, she's Mm -hmm. working. She's waking up with the rest of us. She doesn't get to sleep until fucking noon anymore. Nope. However, (laughs) my hours are 10 to 6. So I did get lucky with that. But... I did just start working this week, and it's already my third day. We're recording this on a Wednesday. As we said, we are not live right now, thank goodness. But it's the third day of work, and I've already given up on trying. I came in with my hair not done in any sort of way. I already gave up on wearing makeup, and I'm wearing, like, a shmata as a shirt and, like, a Explain pair of shmata old jeans. to the non-Jewish viewers. So, shmata <laughs> is actually a Yiddish word derived um, from Poland for all of you people that are Polish, and it means, like, a rag or just a shirt that's not that nice. So, for all of you that do know, we give you snacks. Yeah, but um, so pretty much I already don't give a shit, and it's only the third day of work about my appearance. My works at a thrift store, so it's very (laughs) perfect. (laughs) (laughs) My I'm commuting as of right now because I don't got a dollar to my name. (laughs) But you'll still spend your parents' money, right, baby? Oh yeah. I commute every day, and my train has me getting to my office actually 20 minutes before I'm supposed to be there. And there's already people there when I walk in, of course. And on my first day of work, 
one of my supervisors told me like you can either come in from nine to five or ten to six and I was like oh there really is no set time I'm just gonna get in anywhere between that time because my train gets in between that time and then I'll just leave in between that time anyways Jill, you're like one to four sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> Now it's the third day of work and another supervisor comes up to me and she was like, I know that that supervisor told you like nine to five or 10 to six, but we would really just prefer that you're here 10 to six. And so I was like, okay, that's totally fine. But my train has me basically getting here by 940. So I will be early. I hope that's like, okay with you that I'm just like taking the extra step and like getting there before everyone else. I really hope that like me just showing how much I care about this job like doesn't affect you and everybody else in the office. <laughs> like, and her she, work ethic is disgusting. <laughs> and she was like, no, that's totally fine. But before you leave, because the day before I left at like 5.30, I kind of just picked what time I left in between 5 to 6, so I left at 5.30. She was like, yesterday you just left and didn't let me know that you were leaving so i was like okay i'm so sorry like from now on i'll let you know before i go so 5 30 comes and i'm done with my work for the day and i walk over to her and my other supervisor's desks which is on the other side of the office and they are gone <laughs> and so i text my supervisor and i'm like hey i just wanted to let you know i finished my work early like, is it okay if I leave now? She goes, oh, yeah, no, that's totally fine. Like, I've been gone. And I asked someone else, I'm like, when did they leave? And he was like, they left an hour ago. And I was like, way to let me know. Like, I've been sitting here basically not doing anything for the past half hour. I could have left a half hour ago. You're like, for the past three days, I've done nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so weird, but also, like, you have a chill work environment. Oh, yeah, I really do. No, it's really great. I, I love it. Good. That makes me really happy, Jillian. Thanks, so, boo. we're talking about your first job. Yes. First day of work, first week of work. First pregnancy scare. Like, everything, everything. that you could ever All want. All the firsts. But one first in particular. Get into it, D. We wanted to bring up our first kisses. It's raw. It's natural. It's something that you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah, you so, can't you can't really learn how to do a first kiss unless you do it. Practice really does make perfect. Yeah, did you practice before you had your first kiss? Um, no, I meant like you practice on frogs until you get your prince. Um, <laughs> never say that again. <laughs> did you practice, Dana? Just no. spit out the freaking truth. Julia just put handcuffs on me. No. <laughs> You're like, say it. Okay. No, it's actually really funny. So before we even start with this, are we talking about first kiss or first like First kiss, French? first kiss. Okay. Oh, yeah. French. Because, <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, I have just two go. different stories. Okay. I do. I do. Okay, well, mine is like the same. So, mm. um, so my friend... You, I don't want to name names because, like, she would be mortified if, like, she knew. You're that, like, like, I don't want to name names, but, like, Jessie. <laughs> Her name rhymes with Jessie. No, <laughs> my friend Jess is going to be like, what the fuck? Her name <laughs> rhymes with Lamantha. <laughs> Her name rhymes with Benelope. You're like, oh, it can only be three different things. <laughs> okay, okay. We are funny today. No, like, we usually aren't. So... 
I was at my friend's house, and her sister would always have, like, these parties because they were seniors in high school and we were freshmen. Mm-hmm. And they'd bring out, like, the keys. That's so cool. Wasn't it? Oh, God. You just lived the life in Jersey. <laughs> I lived, like, the L.A. life, but in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But in the dirty suburbs. Totally. So we would drink a shit ton of Keystone, obviously. Did you ever drink Keystone? No. All right. I don't even know what that is, actually. Like, the shittiest beer you could ever dream of. We would be drinking that, and this yeah. one... Boy, his name rhymes with cake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was like, Dana, I want to be your first kiss. So I was like, oh, okay. Prude as hell. If my dad's listening, what's Were up? you just settling or was he like cute? He was cute, but it wasn't like I was romantically attracted to him. It was just like I wanted to get my first kiss over with so mm-hmm. that it wasn't like, oh my God, Dana's never been kissed. Like, yeah. So you were never- like, for the person that comes after this, a.k.a. my husband, like he'll be a very lucky guy that I have this experience. Exactly. Exactly. So we go upstairs to my friend's room, and I'm expecting, like, a peck. You know, like, I've never done this before besides with, like, my mirror. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, interesting. So you have practiced. Knew it. Hasn't everyone? <laughs> my mom's like, why is this mirror trashed again? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Dana, I told you to stop licking the mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't. I sprayed it with water. Okay, so we go upstairs. I'm expecting a peck. Mm-hmm. This kid literally does like a full like washer dryer situation like in my mouth with Spelling his tongue. Spelling his name with your, his tongue in your mouth. Yes, and I will never forget the feeling. I was like, this is fucked up. You're like, if this is a French kiss, I don't want to talk. Like, that's why I study abroad in Italy. Like, I wanted nothing to do with the French yeah. people. But like, and I didn't feel violent. Like, I'm not trying to pose it like that. It wasn't like it wasn't wanted or whatever. I just was like, this is so disturbing. Mm-hmm. So the best part of the story is that my first kiss ended up being my best friend's boyfriend, who they dated, like, a month after. Okay. At so least I, it wasn't during, because that would have led to an early sign of a very big cheater. I don't tell my cheating stories on the podcast. Yeah, no. I'm just kidding. We keep but our personal lives private. Isn't that funny? Like, literally a month after they started dating, like, she thought it was so awesome that, like, we kissed and stuff. And I'm like, are you mad, though? Really? I don't know. I think she, like, probably wrote about me in her diary. I remember I had a crush on this guy. And I had, oh my god, I had the biggest crush on him. I thought I was in love. I literally read my journal from when I was in fourth to seventh grade, and it's all about this guy. Is he like and a he druggie and, now? No, he's actually like really cool. He is in LA, and he <laughs> is doing big things. It's cool. Yeah, he's one of my really good friends today, but he knows. Like, we always we always talk about how much of a crush I had on That's him. That's like, I can joke with the guys that Jillian went on birthright with me and all my guy friends. I had a crush on, like, every single one of them, besides a couple. I, like, <laughs> You were just like, no. oh my god, he's talking to me, so, like, fuck, maybe this is, like, feelings. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally Kyle. You're like, like, but his name isn't Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your kiss story? That's my kiss story. Was that bad? No, that wasn't bad at all. But something that I wanted to just ask, when you were asking around, like, how do I even kiss? Like, I don't know about you, but I was one of the last ones of my friend groups to um, make out for obvious reasons. (laughs) 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 And they would tell me, like, some of them would literally tell me, spell your name with your tongue. No. See, <laughs> I feel see, like my yeah, head would be tilting. Now like, that I'd be waking, making really weird facial expressions. That's not cute. Well, now that we've kissed, like, 
more than just one person like that's not what you do yeah but when you're first starting you have no idea what to do because like you just feel now it now that so. we've kissed like half of greek life yeah like it doesn't even make a difference yeah. wait they're like <laughs> spell out sammy and you're like <laughs> spell out uh, a-pi um do you remember do you ever see that movie angus thongs and perfect yes Snogging? of course okay like remember them kissing in that mm-hmm. like that was disgusting that was like, that's, so gross that kid was like such a freak that looked like a washing machine the best part of that movie, and I want to do this next year, be a fucking olive martini for Halloween. How are you going to do that? Yeah, an olive martini. No, a martini olive. A green olive that goes into a martini. Yeah. You know in the, in the beginning when she gets like bullied in the uh-huh. beginning of the movie? In an olive suit. You're like, this movie was a perfect description of my life in high school. Like constantly running, but you're an olive. Yes. <laughs> But now I'm an olive soaked in vodka, so that's how. So now it's like a matured olive. Wait, Julie, okay. are you gonna go somewhere with not Kyle? Here's the thing: I have two, like my first actual peck, because unlike you, I didn't skip right to the good stuff. Which, like, what Dana? Like, why are you moving so fast? <laughs> <laughs> and wait, how old were you? Tenth grade. Wait, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at her, like, really confused. I thought you were going to say, like, seventh grade. It was eighth grade because they started ninth grade. It was a summer going into ninth grade. Okay. That's, like, so different from tenth grade. (laughs) So, my first peck was, it was a stage kiss. We were doing Les Miserables. And I don't know if any of you guys know about this, but... It's basically a love triangle, and this girl, Eponine, loves this guy, Marius, and Marius loves Cosette, and Cosette loves Marius back, but Eponine is, like, still trying to get Marius, and pretty much I was Eponine, the one that, like, isn't isn't (laughs) wanted. I was the one that isn't wanted. And she gets shot trying to get to Marius, and so pretty much there's, like, this scene where he's holding her, Keep in mind, I was in freaking seventh grade, so like this wasn't anything good. How many teeth did you have? <laughs> like six. Okay, just checking. <laughs> this is actually one of my good friends today, still. Another side note there were four of us casted as Eponine. Like, we had so many people in the cast that we had to quadruple cast the main parts because. Like, there were just so many show dates that we were performing this that, like, we had a lot of understudies. The theater community is very close. Like, we spend so much time in rehearsal together that, like, we're all just, like, really good friends. We're super comfortable with each other, whatever. Um, But it was very known when people had crushes on each other. So it was our first time rehearsing this scene with the actual kiss in it. So Eponine's dying in Marius' arms. And right before she says her last words... They, like, kiss really fast, and then she dies. (laughs) And so we're all, like, sitting, waiting to be called up. The director, his name is Bruce. He was going to... Rhymes with poos. (laughs) He can be exposed. He's a director. He's like, okay, we're going to be doing this scene, like, Eponine's death scene, pretty much, like, um, you will call him Mark. Like, Mark, go up and be Marius. And uh, who should I pick for Eponine? But the thing was is that... This guy had a huge crush on one of my understudies. understudies. 
So he wanted the kissing scene to be with her because I think this was his first kiss too. Aww. And then Bruce calls my name and you just, see, you just see the expression on his face go from like so excited to like fuck. And so I'm like, da 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 da, da hi. And I like lay in his arms. I'm like, don't you fret. Monsieur Marius. <laughs> he like has one single tear coming down his cheek. He's like, fuck. <laughs> he calls his mom. It's He's like, like he could have used a breath mint before this. <laughs> and like the girl of the audience who was my understudy, she was watching this whole thing. Like all of the understudies <laughs> were there watching to like take notes and stuff. And, like, we did the kiss, and that was my first kiss ever, and it was his, too. That's so sad. And, like, it wasn't the first kiss he wanted, but it was the first kiss I wanted. <laughs> Turns out he's gay. Ah, oh, Classic. Classic. Classic theater kid move. <laughs> um, but now let me get to my first hookup, which actually wasn't forced. <laughs> An amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> But it was with theater people. Something about theater friends is I feel like they just go way faster than <laughs> actual people not involved in theater because they're just like so into like getting into character. Let's say you're like 12 years old playing Mimi in Rent, a drug addict yes. who like has sex, works at a strip club. Like you really get into the character. So, like, you let it shine outside of the theater as well. So you're just, like, making out with everyone sort of thing. Um, for all of those who haven't seen Rent, you should go watch it right now. It's amazing. It's Adina about not being able to pay Rent, which, like, Jillian and I very much so Exactly. To. For all of you people that just graduated college, uh, you can relate. This was at the Legally Blonde after party. <laughs> Wait, so I was... need to digress for literally one second. SNL, have you seen um, Crucifix Cast Party? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm picturing. It's a Danana Cast Party. It's a Crucifix Cast Party. No, it's party. Crucible. Oh, it's a Crucible Cast Party. <laughs> At the Crucible. And Lin Manuel's in it. Yes. Oh, God, I love that one. Iconic. Love it, love it. Okay. So we're at the Legally Blonde <laughs> Cast Party after the last show, and I played Vivian. Oh my god, that's, yeah. that's a good role. Yeah, so I was playing Vivian in that production, and we're at this girl's house. Actually, Dana, you know her because she was on our birthright trip. Oh yeah, I know her. We're all at her house, and we were all hanging out in her room, all like sitting on her bed, and like all the girls were on one side and all the guys were on the other side, but like I was sitting with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> and this was actually end of ninth grade. It was actually, I remember the exact date and time. Don't ask me why. Um, okay, anyways. I'm like, what's that tattoo? <laughs> You're like, 2010. I'm like, Dana, it's Hannah. I'm Jewish. <laughs> you redo it like every two weeks, so it stays. <laughs> I'm like, fine, Jillian. To each his own. I'm, si I'm sitting with the guys on like one side of the bed, and all the girls are sitting on the other side of the bed. And then all of a sudden... I just look over and I see all of the girls just going in a circle making out with each other. <laughs> of course, I'm the only one girl not involved in this circle of They're hooking like, up. They're like, she's gone, she's gone, let's do it. <laughs> no, I was sitting right there, Dana. 
<laughs> with the guys. And so I look to one of my guy friends, the guy that played Warner, a.k.a. my husband in the musical. Oh, yeah. So I had been really close with him because, like, we just spent a lot of time rehearsing together, doing all of our scenes together, <laughs> like, you know. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm kind of, like, over this. Like, I'm going to go to sleep because we were all sleeping at her house. Was everyone still making out and you were like, I'm going to go to sleep? <laughs> yes. It's, like, five hours later. You're like, shit, I'm tired. <laughs> no, Dana, I was just sitting there watching them. Me in ninth grade, I probably had never even watched whatever okay that's like slutty i know dana we move fast in the theater world honestly <laughs> my theater friends were some of the craziest girls and boys that i know so i look to warner i'll call him warner and Rhymes i'm like warner <laughs> dana it's not his real name <laughs> we don't okay, need to play not. that game with this so i look at him and i'm like i'm gonna go to sleep like i'm kind of over this i'm not joining into this and he was like, yeah, I, I'm kind of over it, too. Like, I'll come with you. And so I go into the guest room, which is where I was designated to sleep for the night. <laughs> and there were already, like, two people passed out, but they weren't in the guest bed. They were on the floor sleeping in sleeping bags. And that <laughs> whole thing just confused me. Like, it still confuses me to this day why they were in sleeping bags and why they didn't take the bed before, like, I got there. So I, like, get into the bed. And... I'm like talking to Warner and we're like laying in bed and I'm like talking to him looking at him whatever and this is also right when I got my braces off so like hotness you're feeling hotness good. like <laughs> exactly <laughs> hotness begins um so we're like talking whatever and I'm just like okay I'm gonna go to sleep good night I close my eyes and I'm like falling asleep and all of a sudden I just feel him making out with me Okay, so he literally just starts making out with me in my sleep, and <laughs> yes, that was my first hookup. I woke up to being made out with. When I say theater people are crazy, bitch, I mean it. And let me tell you, not only did I end up having a crush on that guy afterwards because, like, he actually took the initiative. <laughs> The Prince Charming to my sleeping beauty and like waking me up you with could a kiss. You think of it like that. But listen, <laughs> I ended up literally liking him so much and I told him and he ended up dumping me for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not dumping me, but like rejecting me and being like, dude, I was just kind of like horny that one night. Like, I'm totally bi. You're like, okay, but doesn't mean you like girls and he's like, Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jillian. Okay. That was my If Jillian has ever had a crush story. on you, you might be gay. No, it's it's really it's really a thing. Like I think I like gays and Europeans. I'm not kidding. History has proven itself that I have a thing for gay guys. Not saying that anybody I'm currently seeing is gay because <laughs> I know that they are not. At this day and age, I know that they are not gay. Right, but three months from now, you can't speak on that. You can't speak on three months from now. <laughs> now, can you? Wait. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, if they're listening, yeah, yeah. If they're listening, I'm, I'm not going to um, expose them like that. Speaking of stuff that's completely immature, pre, pre-puberty, not exactly, but like somewhere in the midst of all that going on, something that I think 
happens to the best of us when we're just starting to get into our sexuality and exploring um like making out and kissing and all of that stuff is a classic hickey <laughs> and i don't know about you d but like i remember that people in high school would kind of like getting hickeys like they liked showing it off oh they loved it like getting they- a hickey meant that you were allowed to sit at the cool table at lunch. <laughs> also, like, thinking back to, like, high school, if you had a hickey, like, you probably didn't even, like, give, like, an OTPHJ. Like, you yeah. literally probably just kissed, and then they were like, give me a hickey. Mm-hmm. You just, like, went off on their neck. Or, like, you're all just sitting, like, truth or dare. Like, I dare you to give him a hickey, and you're like, ew. Mm. And but they're like, like, but you can't not do the dare, and you're like, fine. When people, like, try to cover it up, and it's like... Bitch, you want people to see uh-huh. that. Do not even try me. You, like, Wait. cover it up, but, like, with darker eyeshadow to make it look <laughs> even more You're prominent. Like, I gave it a smoky eye. Yeah. And it's like, wait, no. <laughs> it's, like, not the point. So I remember when I got my first ticky, it was in high school because my first hookup was in high school, so obviously. Um, You're like, and- I was sleeping, and I woke up, and someone was <laughs> sucking on my neck. He's gay now, though. <laughs> Dana, you just told it straight as it is. No, I'm kidding. No straightness in that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember who gave it to me, but I remember just being worried that my parents were gonna see it. Not even that I wasn't gonna be exposing it at school because that was just like a given. Like obviously I was gonna be showing everybody at school, but like getting past my parents with it because it was big. It was big. And I remember like putting on concealer, but those were the days when I kind of had just started getting into makeup. So I didn't really know what I was doing. So I put like concealer on it, but then it was too white. So I put bronzer on it. And then you just see this like huge blotch <laughs> on my neck that's like brown. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, this isn't going to be good. So I kind of just try to like clench my neck a little bit and like keep my chin to my chest a little bit. And, like, avoid them looking at it in any sort of way. And they're like, Jillian, what are you doing? You're like, if I ever have a double chin, it's because I'm hiding a hickey. <laughs> Wait. Thank you, Dana. If you were done with your story, I don't want to I'm pretty much you. done with the story. It's just, like, like hickeys were such a big thing. Hickeys were such a big thing. And it's just funny to see how they evolved over time. Like, now if you get a hickey, <clears throat> it's disgusting. Well, you're fucking trash if you have a hickey now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not how to, like? Do you not know how sex works? Like, exactly. Like if you have a hickey, if it's on your neck or somewhere where everyone can see, then you're kind of trashy. But back then, you yeah. were the shit. But like if it's on your feet now, like <laughs> ew, that's what the fuck, Dana. Some things you say, it's just <laughs> I think it's concerning to all. What have you I, had a hickey on no, your foot? No, I'm obviously kidding. Oh god. One time when I got a hickey. I came home, my whole mom's side was over. And I walk in, <laughs> and I walk into the room. It's like you tell everyone, I remember people would be like, I had a vacuum stuck to my neck. Like people would say that. People would say stuff like that. That's so dumb. It is dumb, but we were kids. <laughs> and we're adults. Or shall I now. say tweens? Tween. Tweenies. Wait, so I come in, it's my entire mom's side, I'm like, what's up guys, like trying to cover it with like my super like trapezoid hair, (laughs) and my uncle, who's like a straight savage, was like, um, Dana, did you get hit in the neck with a tennis racket? 
in front of everybody. And my mom, who's like even more of a savage, was dying laughing and like she helped me like. They weren't even mad. They just wanted to embarrass the shit out of you. Yeah, they were like kind of proud of me. They're yeah. like, wait, Dana gets it. Yeah. Like they're shocked. Uh huh. They're like, this is actually they all intervention. just start standing up and clapping. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? You're like, wait, you like flick your hair back behind your shoulders so that everyone can <laughs> So it's like on display. The song starts blasting. It's like, this is what dreams. And I'm like, <laughs> walk you down. You're like doing the walk. <laughs> Everyone's like giving me hickeys. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hickeys are good shit. You should not have one now. If you you do. should not have one now. However, they were good shit in the past. Like in high school. I agree. It's like Jillian. Like, we were good shit back then. Now we're even better shit. Mm hmm. And solutions one, an ice cube. Two, uh, a pack of frozen peas. A cold spoon. Rub it. <laughs> a cold spoon. Get someone that actually knows how to do makeup and have them match a tone. What you gotta do is you gotta take the contrasting colors. So let's say that the hickey's purple. You gotta use the greens. Christ. You gotta use the greens, or you can use the orange if it's more. Just dress um, as Shrek. Yeah, yeah, you can dress as Shrek. That's our solution, but our main solution is just to not give them. That's the end of that segment. I think that's it. I think that's it too. I think we're wrapping this shit up, like you should with your hickeys. Yes. So wrapping it, wrapping this shit up like you did to your foot when you got a foot hickey that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> Guys. Guys. Guys, please. Okay, we wanted to thank you guys so much for listening to Unorthodox. <laughs> that was what you had to do. No, I was going to say other stuff. Okay. Please keep getting your friends, your bitches, your homies, the people you buy drugs from, the people you sell drugs to. Uh, your to bartenders, your bartenders, mistresses. Your bartenders, kids. Yes. Uh, even if they're from different marriages still. Your grandmas, your grandpas. Um, totally. Your aunties. Follow the Instagram. Give us the love. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, give us give us a review. Let us know what you're thinking. Also, we're going to start putting some polls on Instagram to hear what you guys want us to either answer or talk about. So get ready for that. I and can't make wait. sure that you are always... 100% keeping it unorthodox. You had to do it better than me. I'm sorry. I just I just needed to wrap it with that. Shalom. We love you people.